Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife, featuring me, sexy soccer mom and hot soccer daddy. And I am super excited today because we have a special guest on the podcast, so I want to jump right into it. Um, she is a fellow hot wife. She goes by the name of the MILF underscore Lexi22 on Twitter. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our 12 listeners to Lexi. Hey, Lexi, how are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. We are so excited to have you on. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Um, I already feel a kinship with you. I haven't met you in person yet, but the fact that not only are you a hot wife, but a mom, and I totally understand the difficulties of hot wifing when you have a husband and children and crazy busy schedules. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my husband right now is doing all the stuff that I don't want to be doing right now just to make sure that I'm doing this. So I appreciate him. I mean, I guess we'll call him the Dill. <laughs> I love it. A shout out to all the husbands. I'm not going to yeah. toot my own horn here. All but. the Dilfs. <laughs> No, but it is. I mean, I'm, if you're like me today, like we've already been to children's sports and activities and grocery shopping and cleaning the house. And it's like, okay, we got to like get everything in so we can be able to do the fun side of these things. Absolutely. It's a sacrifice. It's nothing like a little bit of a cock or pussy to get you motivated. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think, first of all, why don't you tell us your story, how you got into hot wifing, how long you've been doing it? Because I am always intrigued by people's why and how they got into the lifestyle. Um, I would say that it took us some time to get there for sure. But it really started from us kind of like dirty talking in the bedroom. I don't know. He was like, oh, I'd love to see you getting fucked by somebody else. or, And then realized, like, okay, that kind of sounds hot. And he, he was the one that was more the dirty talking. I wasn't very good at This is all before Twitter, before OnlyFans, before anything. Then I kind of had like a dream or something where I was getting my <laughs> fucked by two guys. And yes. And I started listening to podcasts. And then one night on the couch, I was like, let's do this. So we got onto like websites and tried to figure out like, what's the next step? How do we find people that want to do this? We had no idea. I mean, I'm just like the mom, the snack mom. I'm, I shouldn't be doing this. It's like going through all the feelings of how do I switch up the mom versus like the sexy side of me. Oh my gosh. Your story is just, it's so similar <laughs> to ours because that's pretty much exactly how we got started. It was hot soccer daddy over here who was like, I want to watch you with another guy. And, and it was like, no, I can't do that. I am. I am. I am team mom. And I am the put together like, quintessential like you know wife and I can't do that and then it took me being like okay yeah let's try it but you you have to ditch like all those societal norms put on you and know that it's okay yes absolutely so I was the one that kind of like went full force and was like okay we're finding people and I'm bi so it was like women men couples let's see where this goes and um then it's like getting into 
the messiness of like fake profiles, fake people messaging back and forth, which I absolutely hate. <laughs> and me too, girl. Me too. Uh, or like people that just want to exchange pictures. But we got through it, finally found someone. And um, we started with a single female, which seems to be like the hardest to find, like the unicorn. Yeah, it's the, you started with a unicorn. That's crazy. That is, I have like the best luck in, like the single female. And so like we just jumped right in and we're like, all right, let's do this. And it was an awesome experience. And I mean, we've just been having fun ever since. And how long ago was this? In like two, a little bit over like two years. Okay. Yeah. So you, so we're about a year. So you're a year ahead of us. Yeah. It's been fun. We've had a lot of experiences, good and bad. That's awesome. So the dream that you had, that was with two <laughs> other, two guys. Uh, okay. Yes. And, it, the, and then so how, cause you mentioned you were bi. So how long have you known about that? Or has it been something that you've been interested in or, or explored for a while? Uh, well, before, so we've been together for over 10 years. And um, before we were together, I had some experiences with women. But I mean, for the majority of our marriage, it's just been the two of us. But it's been really fun to now that we're in the lifestyle to experience women with him. It's been totally different and totally awesome because he's gone to see me kind of explore that side of myself, which, cause he wasn't involved in that before. Um, and it's been fun to do that solo and with him all together. So he seems really great. I mean, he's got the kids at a birthday party right now. He's like jumping into this with you. No problem. Like he seems awesome. <laughs> Absolutely is. So shout out to the DILF. <laughs> He's been just like, you're fucking sexy. Go. Let me watch you do your thing and explore and get after it. It really is amazing what we're willing to do in order to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, you want me to take the kids to a birthday party? <laughs> and, and I'm a total introvert and I hate people, you know. And uh, going to a birthday party with a bunch of, you know, young kids is is like torture to me. But you've done that but for I've me. But I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand completely. You've taken the kids out of the house like on a whim so I could like come home during lunch and yeah. have a hot wife date with a bull. Yep. I think we're, it sounds like we're on the same page over here. Yeah. And you know what we've talked about in a previous episode is like, this isn't the norm, right? So to speak. And it's kind of... I don't want to say frowned upon, but some people by, but they don't understand it. However, everyone we've talked to in the lifestyle that's married, their marriages seem 10 times stronger than anyone else we know. Absolutely. I would say that like, I mean, we were solid 100% before this, but it has brought on a different level of like connection and communication. We were always great at communication, but it's different when it comes to this. And I think it's brought us closer and it's like you level up in like a togetherness kind of way because you just know you're like fully putting trust. You have 100% trust in each other and everything. And it's totally sexy to like have that 
with a partner, just knowing that you guys are solid and it's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of what we've been saying in past episodes. It's like, we were we were good before. And I think to get into this, you have to be solid. You can't come into this as like a fixer or a last resort. You have to be solid. You have to have good communication, good trust. But same with us. It's helped our relationship grow exponentially, just getting to experience all these things together. Absolutely. So what is he more interested in as far as you playing? Does he like uh, you with another guy, another, uh, another female, um, Couple. multiples, like what, what is his, what is his favorite thing to watch? I don't think he cares. I think he just enjoys me having fun. He likes to watch, but that's not, we're not like a cuckold situation because he's involved in a lot of our play. Um, most of our play, we like to do everything together. I haven't done anything without him. He's watched everything. And it's not because he doesn't, we don't want that. It's just, that's just how it's happened. But he just enjoys watching do all the things. Absolutely. And how, how do you guys work that with schedules? Because I'll go solo only with like regulars, right? Like he would never send me solo on a first time or someone I'm not completely comfortable with. But sometimes due to scheduling and children, like, I just have to go. <laughs> You've got to handle something else because we both can't get away. We have a hard time kind of finding people in our area. So we have kind of been, we're kind of one and done with everybody we've been with. Yeah, it, it is hard to find people. It, we're kind of experiencing that. I mean, this whole last year that we've been into it. There's there's a lot of people that say they're interested and a lot of messages, but when it comes down to it, nothing really works out. It's hard to find people that are serious about it, not flaky, know what they're getting into, and that you feel comfortable with. Absolutely. We're like, we're hot. You're hot. We're like, we just want to fuck and get It shouldn't be hard, but it is. And that's actually what kind of triggered me to pulling the plug like and like on booking pod bash was we were in a rut and I was like all right let's book a weekend where we're with a bunch of like-minded people and maybe we'll get a little bit more lucky and that's why I booked that I was like let's just do this okay so tell us about about pod bash then what is it what is the vibe there I am so interested in this So Podbash is, it's an event done by the Front Porch Swingers, which they have a podcast. And it's a Thursday through Sunday event where a bunch of different podcasters come in and they do like games and themed parties at night, pool parties. And it's lifestyle people and creators kind of combined. So you don't have to be a creator to go or a podcaster. You can just buy your ticket and go. So it's just a giant party where people go to like, fuck. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they do like a telegram chat group where you can see who's going and you can connect beforehand. And kind of be like, okay, I got my list of who I want to get after and go for it. 
Okay, so what is what is the vibe there? Is everyone just like because we're dying to go to like a swingers resort or a swinger party? Like, what is it? Do you walk in and everyone's just like you can feel sexual tension eyeing each other, or is it surprisingly normal? And then every once in a while, you just like meet someone that it it works out. I would say it's surprisingly normal. So like this place that we do was we had the entire hotel. It was like a boutique hotel in Vegas that was just remodeled. It was really nice. And it was optional. So like once you were at the pool, I mean, you could have your tits out. And um, so everyone kind of was, they knew each other, but as if they were in the chat group. So it was like if you build a connection, people, you'd see people pop in and out from the pool party or they disappear for a while, you know what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like people are like making out and stuff out by the pool. It was kind of just like a party environment. And then they just sneak away if they wanted to go have fun. Yeah, I mean, like, for example, like we kind of met some people from Twitter there and um we were hanging out by the pool and everyone was like "Mm, do you guys want to go upstairs and then it turned into everyone freshening up and then an orgy so (laughs) that is so fucking hot oh my god (laughs) okay go on (laughs) and that was first breath it was like getting a text message like come to this room and we looked at each other like are we doing this we're like Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's why we're here. Let's go. <laughs> so it started off with like the girls in the bed and all the guys watching. And we didn't film this because there was a group that was, there was one couple that wasn't creators. So this was also the first time I meshed being a creator and being myself for the first time. So, like, like you it, went by your name and yeah okay yeah so it was definitely a first where people knew who I was and so the girl started off all the you like look back at all the husbands with like hard cocks <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like all right come on in and you're like it, the guys were like okay so does anybody have any boundaries for me I was like condoms and you see all these guys, and they're like, hey, can I borrow a condom? I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm about to get a line of dudes just ready to, <laughs> to have their turn. And that's kind of what happened. It was, like, bodies everywhere. I had, like, a cock in my mouth and somebody railing me from behind. I'm looking over at my husband, he's making a girl squirt. And, like, it was so much, and it was so fun. And it was definitely an experience. I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got dates for next next year yet or what? I, I they think do. we're going to be going. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yes. And just like in the middle of the day. And then you go on to like have like a party at night. And then my husband watched me with another girl later on. There was like a group shower that fit like 15 people. I mean, there is, it was a lot of fun. Holy shit. So, okay. How, how many times did you get to fuck in that one weekend? Let's just say I was so tired for like two weeks. (laughs) You're, you're walking a little, a little slow. Yes. 
Yes, I did not go on a run for like a few days. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what we want. We've been looking into like the swinger resorts and to go for like a week and just see what that's all about and that vibe. Um, We're kind of dying to do that. That sounds fucking awesome. But we also had an experience beforehand where it wasn't so fun. We went to like a party at a hotel and it was a bunch of like older people, nobody that were really into and you got like reined in and you kind of didn't want to bump into anybody and it was very awkward we were also very new when we did it and you kind of realize that you kind of do need those connections beforehand and have a group that you're going to go at least chat with instead of like wandering around and keeping to yourself Okay, so it's definitely better to talk beforehand, to message and... A little bit, yeah. And was Podbash like a younger crowd? Yeah, I mean, the only party we went to before Podbash was that New Year's Eve party, and it was a very much an older crowd and not something we were like looking around and absolutely nobody you'd want to initiate anything with. So Podbash was a very wide range of different styles, different people, ages... And everyone was very welcoming. I mean, when I, we walked into the hotel, we were greeted by Brenna, who was part of the front porch swingers. And I would say that my favorite compliment was like, wow, you look exactly like your pictures. Thank you. Aw. <laughs> That's always good, right? Because, yes, I get that. I'm like, it's not the lighting or the angles, thanks. But like, you're just hot in person. <laughs> And it's definitely an environment where they welcome Podbash, I would say, was the best experience we could have imagined in a lifestyle event, for sure. We're, we want on the <laughs> list think, for next year. Yeah, I think we're going. So my question is like, okay, when I go on a hot wave date, because you know, like we were saying, we're real people and we're moms and we're, we play one role and then we go on these hot wife dates and we play this completely different role. So when I'm on a hot wife date, I'm in this like sexy, flirty, fun role. And I think as soon as I got to an event like that, that would just turn on. Like I would be in full flirt slut mode the whole time. Um, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was so nervous on the cab ride going into that event. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, can I just like stop sweating? I want to like look normal. <laughs> As soon as I got in there, it was like a switch goes off and I'm like, yep, I'm going slut all weekend. Okay, so you're exactly like me. You just flipped the switch and you're like, let's do this. Let's have a good time. I mean, I I won a shot contest, a creative shot contest in front of all these people at the pool and I poured a shot of whiskey down my tit into someone else's mouth and then shook my tits in front of everybody else. (laughs) You go, girl. You're my hero. You are my hero. I won a vibrator wand. So yeah, I I would say it's a win. (laughs) Okay. So you mentioned it a little bit earlier, talking about content creation in the lifestyle. And it's always kind of a fine line to walk when you're talking about, well, yeah, we're in the lifestyle. We enjoy that. It's, It's fun. But then there's a content creation side of things. And I know a lot of people aren't into that. And they're just into the whole lifestyle thing, whatever whatever that looks like for them. Um, how do you navigate or have you ever had any issues in the past with content creation spilling over into the lifestyle side of things, maybe being an issue? 
with people that are, I guess, quote unquote, lifestyle purist. Oh, like that, they don't want to like they film don't want to film, or they time. think that you're there only to shoot content, or those sorts of things. Like, what what is your take on that, or have you had any experience or pushback from from anyone else? Um, well, I've said that before being a creator, I would say that we're in it for us. So we're more like lifestyle. We haven't created creator stuff with lifestyle stuff until Podbash. Oh, okay. So most of the time we have like a date or anything. We don't tell them that I'm a creator. So you don't Unless, film your dates? No. Okay. I don't. And because that was kind of like a fine line, like we're doing this mainly for us. And it wasn't until Podbash that we created a connection where we're like, okay, we're ready to kind of spread our wings and like the creator and collab side. Just because we are very private. And as soon as you get yourself onto a bunch of other people, only fans, it's like it just spreads because we've always been very worried about getting kind of outed. So we don't feel that we're content creators unless in the way are in creators, then we'll say something. But mostly it's been very separate. Okay, interesting. So like for me, part of, I mean, it is 100% for us as well, something that we do for our relationship and that we're into. But part of it for me is filming it. Like that's part of the get off for me. It's like having it on film. Mm-hmm. And so, but again, like you, like you, we're super afraid of being outed. Like that is, I'm not ready to mix those two worlds. And just recently, um, someone that we know did figure out who I was somehow. Um, even though my face is blurred and everything he kind of put puzzle pieces together and that was like a thing for a couple of weeks. We were going to shut this whole thing down. We were going to stop everything because I was like, I'm not really ashamed of what I do. I'm just not ready for those two worlds to mix yet. Yeah, I totally get that. But I think the difference might be that like, he's always there. So maybe if he wasn't there, I would film things for him. And like you get, you do like solo dates without him maybe That's- yeah we do solos and the the rule is it has to be filmed right so he can watch it later because this yeah. is for us so if he's not there it all needs to be filmed in that way he can watch it and he loves watching it he loves he loves not being there sometimes and the thrill of that and knowing that a video's coming and for me it's putting on that show for him and so we've thought about too like okay do we shut down the OnlyFans when someone figured out who I was. Do we shut down the OnlyFans but just keep doing this side of it? But it almost ruined even that side of it for me because it was like, now this isn't just our secret. It's not this like second identity. It's all meshing together and the third wall was broken and it like really broke my heart in a way. That's really interesting because it is like, I'm talking to you right now. You're one of three people that maybe know. You know, it's getting to talk about this with somebody really special. You know, having two of you is really sexy. And having that broken would be hard. So I totally understand where you're coming from. It was. And it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 
bum people know because I'm scared. Like I have a full-time job and you hear about that all the time where people out you to your job and and that's that. And we have children. So part of me was scared, but mostly I was just really sad because I was like, this is our thing. And yes, I I wouldn't say we're private people because it's all over the internet, you know, and OnlyFans and whatnot, but nobody knew it was me. So it was like, this was our secret. And it's like, everyone's watching it, but they don't know it's me. They don't know it's, that's who it is. And so once that like kind of crumbled, it was like, is this even what I want to do anymore than if that's broken? Yeah, I totally get that. So it was rough, but that's interesting. So you, you guys have not filmed dates. Do you think moving forward now after Podbash, you will start to film more dates? Maybe. I think it just depends on the person and maybe just saying like filming and not saying that it's that I'm a creator because you can totally do that. We just, we definitely have filmed some, but you don't use it publicly like on OnlyFans or anything. So we have it like for ourselves. And people are okay with that most of the time, right? If they know it's just for private use. Yeah. As long as you like share it with them. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, we threw that out there. Do we just do it and not post it? And I mean, ultimately we're still going. So I think we kind of just decided at the end of the day, like, no, just because some people think this is weird, that says more about them than us. And this is something we do for our relationship and something that it's our adult time. And some people go out to dinner and we go to hotels and fuck other people, you know, (laughs) like that's date night. Absolutely. That's what we were like. We're like, been a minute. Next week, let's get a babysitter. We need a date. And And that's hard, right? With babysitters and scheduling and all that. Yeah. And it sucks. Like when we've had like, we've booked a babysitter and we had a couple lined up and then they flake last minute and we're like, okay, that sucks. But then you go out to dinner and you enjoy each other. And actually one time when that happened, we went to a bar and we shot our shot with a bartender and the bartender ended up coming over that night. So we hooked up with a bartender. So it turned out just fine. Oh, shit. A girl bartender or a male bartender? A girl. We were like, let's just put our number on the bill. She might think we're crazy or she might go for it. Let's see. We're coming back to this restaurant or never coming back here again. (laughs) Right? You're like, I might not be able to show my face, but it might be worth it. (laughs) And she called us after her shift. And she came over and we had a great time. And then we saw her a few more times. <laughs> that is so was there. All right. I got to know more about this because <laughs> uh, obviously you're hitting home runs here left and right with the ladies and finding these unicorns, these mystical creatures that don't exist, but you found two of them. How was the vibe? I'm assuming you guys were sitting at the bar and just kind of chit chat and having a good time. And most bartenders are pretty social. Uh, was there any flirting beforehand or was this something completely out of the blue that she all of a sudden sees a phone number and then acted on it? No. So we were, yeah, we were sitting at the bar and we were kind of got to having a conversation and we got to chit chat. And once I got a drink or two in me, I'm like a gigantic flirt. So we were flirting and my husband is really good at sweet talking and, a good conversationalist 
And then at the end, we were like, she's cute. We got stood up. We got a fresh sheets in the, in the house. And then it worked. We were like, oh, my God, she called us. Like, should we have her over? Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's when I would start to, like, panic. Like, oh, my gosh, we're actually doing this. Yeah, this coming. is really going to happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, but it worked, and it was so fun. And um, and that was actually early on when we first got started. And it was like the first time I like sat back, or one of the first times that I sat back and like, actually watched my husband fuck another girl. Were you worried at all going into that? Because so we've we've had one couple so far, um, and that's the only time I've watched my husband really play. And I was a little preoccupied with someone else, but I wasn't sure how I was going to enjoy it. Um, He knew right away he wanted to watch me fuck other people, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I want you to touch a female, actually. And so I wasn't sure. Was there any apprehension on your part? Or you were like, yes, this is what I want to see. Oh, my gosh. Yes, there was. (laughs) He was – we're in the same boat here. He was the one that wanted to watch. I wasn't sure if I'd ever want to watch that. I wasn't sure if I, how I was going to react, but we talked about it beforehand. Like as soon as I was uncomfortable, I could stop anything at any point. Either of us, there's like no questions asked. You can stop anything that you're uncomfortable with, but I'm very much in the moment. So I kind of guided her towards him and was like, get after it. And I enjoyed watching it. And I was still involved, too. Like, her and I were kissing and touching, and I was still touching him. And it was it was very hot. Yeah, that sounds really hot. And that's – we had the same conversation. You know, we can stop anything at any time. And I was like, hey, if I punch you in the face, that means you're done there. Like, <laughs> I don't like <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I was worried about the way I would react to – um, not liking. And yes, that's, it's funny you say that that's okay. So I don't want to like say too much negative about our couple experience. Cause there were some good things out of it. It wasn't my favorite. And I was really, really looking forward to it. I wanted us to experience that together. I was looking forward to like him with her, me with another guy, just kind of that orgy vibe. Like you had explained at Podbash. I was really excited. And then when it came down to it, it was kind of a letdown for me. And I was like, but I did like watching him with her more than I thought I would. But I also realized like, mm, I don't know if I don't like all the attention on me. <laughs> okay. Like, well, I kind of I, missed it. I, yeah, I get that. Because I wasn't sure. We haven't had very much luck with couples because we're very much like, when you add one more person, it's hard enough. When you add another couple the communication and the chemistry and stuff is like a four-way street and the scheduling and yeah scheduling and like are you attracted to this person no i'm only or i'm only attracted to the man the attraction part gets a little bit dicey when it comes to couples i would say a hundred percent and we're kind of look at this in like a way like we're good we have fun we have a great sex life this is extra I'm not gonna go I'm only gonna go for what I'm attracted to I'm not gonna 
settle for anything less that I don't want to go after. Right. You don't have to take one for the team because you guys are solid. Like this is an addition. Yes. So the couples is so difficult. And we only, we have soft swapped with one couple. And then otherwise we have that orgy at Podbash. So we've, we either like go all out or don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Go big or go home. (laughs) No, but everything you're saying, I swear we've said on one of these episodes of our podcast is like the couple situation is so hard because yeah, now it's a four-way street of attraction and scheduling and uh, I'm into her. Are you into her? No, I'm not into her, but I'm into him. But you know, it's yes. it's really, really difficult, which again, that's why we've only played with one other couple um, so far because we can't find a couple that kind of works for all parties involved. So what do you guys do? I know. What do you guys got going on? (laughs) I'm into it. So where do you normally meet people uh, besides the bar? (laughs) So we use Refund, which is like an app kind of like a, you just like like people kind of thing and the message. And then we try different things, capacity and different websites are just so outdated and I'm not into like the whole messaging thing. My husband's way better at doing that than every once in a while if I have to. But that's it. That's it. I feel like I- I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> uh, you don't understand. I hate messaging beforehand. Is it for you? Is it because like for me, something always goes weird. Like I'm like, oh, yeah he's hot in his picture. And then we start messaging and I'm like, oh my God, no, he's so annoying. So like, I'd rather just not speak because it's better if I just show up and there's just that physical attraction and you haven't annoyed me yet. Yes. So like, okay, are you hot? Do you, do you make my pussy wet? And then conversation wise, I think I'd rather not hear anything that would steer my mind in any direction. Like what you said irks me. And it will totally guide the way that I like to talk to you or want to be with you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had conversations with guys that are fine with it and then say something weird and no longer are they on the table if I'm in in the conversation. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my, you're my soul sister. I'm telling you, people, some people that we've talked to are like, how do you not build connection? Like, you have to talk before and build connection. I'm like, no, 100%. I want to show up and a hot guy be there. And I want him to fuck my brains out like a fantasy. And then I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, I don't want to know anything about him. I don't want to give him the chance to annoy me. And like you said, I don't want to steer it away from like this sexy vibe to all of a sudden I'm like, ugh, fine, he's an idiot, but I'll, I'll fuck him anyway. Yeah, as long as, like, maybe get a drink or something beforehand and be like, yes or no, I think that's all I need. I don't – sometimes I don't even care to do that. Like, for me, some of the the hot part of this is the mystery. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll see a picture, obviously. They'll send a picture through message, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then from that point on, there's absolutely no contact. That's when – hot soccer daddy takes over, does all the logistics. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to show up to this hotel room. I don't even remember what he looks like. I don't care what he looks like. Like I'm in, I'm here. I'm in the mode. I'm ready to fuck. And then that's it. Oh my God. Power to you, girl. I need a little bit. (laughs) I think it's like that fan. Like I had this, I have this like fantasy of just like hot dude, one night stand, I guess. Like 
So I yeah. use that and I'm like, I'm going to come in this hotel and I'm going to rock this guy's world and then I'm going to leave and that's it. And then we're going to go get some food. <laughs> like, yes. I love that. So I you guys, so you ever, like when you're like fucking these guys, does your husband ever look at you and you like have, he has like a distinct look in his face like, yeah, that's my wife. Oh, that's every weird. time. I mean, I can look over at him. So we talked about on one episode that in the beginning, I would keep my eyes closed a lot. I think just like comfort. So like when I was with these other men, my eyes would be closed so much. And then the more comfortable I got, they opened. But now I love to sneak a look over at him and see this look on his face or this smile that he has Oh, so distinct. It's like I am the hottest thing on the planet. Like he can't wait to get me home and reclaim right away. Like this animal, like primal sexuality instinct. Yes. I bet him there watching me is looking over and being like, he wants to ravish me when we get home. And like, I think it's so hot. And it's not like saying like, like he's like looking at me so proud. Like, look at my wife. (laughs) So how you look at me, babe? Are you so proud of me? I'm so proud that you're such a slut. It just brings a tear to my eye. But my dick is hard, so it's all good. Yes, that's look. You're such. But that look that you're describing—that is why I do this. Like, that is the main reason I love this so much because I do see that look on his face, and I know he's gonna look at me like that now for the next three days every time he looks at me. Oh my God, the best part. It's like after done, these people that you hook up with, they have no idea what's going on at home. You know, you've got husbands that are all right. And like the sex that you have and the looks that you get throughout the day or the text messages during the day where it's like, it brings you so much closer and you get horny. Yes, we talked about the uh, my very first hot wife date. Uh, we talked about how the next day we were at a sporting event for one of our kids and he was just gawking at me the whole time. And I was <laughs> like, if he's going to look at me like this forever, I will do this every single night. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is uh, it it is a year to the day today. Today? Yep, the 28th. This is one year from this my first date? This is one year today. Oh, you're yeah. celebrating with us. So a us. year ago, you were a nervous fucking wreck right now. Oh, God. Were you? Okay, tell me about your first date because, girl, I was so scared. And we went to a hotel. We went to the hotel to meet this guy. And beforehand, we went to the bar so I could have a couple of drinks and loosen up. And in my mind, I was like, this bartender knows I'm here to have sex with someone else. So does this waitress. Oh, my gosh. Everyone's staring at me because they know I'm going to go fuck someone else. I was mental like I was having a breakdown before that first one. Oh my gosh it sounds like I'm myself seriously okay good I, I was in my head but the first time I met guy by myself it was like the whim I didn't even I saw my husband like and I went off into like an uber by myself and had like a 20 minute uber where I was like, what the hell am I doing I'm meeting a stranger the bar what is going on i was a hot man and then i sat down i got i actually was happy that i got there first i got a drink i sat down 
and I flipped my switch and I was good. But it was such a nervous wreck. It was insane. And matched with that guy like that day. So it all happened super. I was like, okay, Dilf, are you happy? Are you content? Are you like this guy? Like, can we do this? And we did it. Dang, and it's the same day. I do you think I yeah. could do that, babe? I don't know if I could do the same day. I'd probably I think you could do the same day. You think so? It yeah. might be easier because you don't have time to think about it too much. Well, the way you are, you get annoyed so fast. So yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm so nice, but uh, but these guys do. I'm glad you say that too because I'm like, am I just a bitch at heart that so many of these guys annoy me if I talk to them first? Because I feel like I'm a really nice person. So I'm so glad it's not just me and that guys really are just annoying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> or like, how about like, they send you a message and it's just their dick. Like, not like, hey, how are you? I want to collab. Or yeah, let's meet up. It's literally just a dick picture. I'm like, seriously? No, go away. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not the weight of my heart. Let me Or my pussy, I should yeah. say. Let me tell you that right now. Pull it out once we're good. I mean, I will 100% ask for it once I want it. Yeah, we want to see what we're working with. But if that's how you, that's how you lead into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, not, not my thing. Like... Or there is no conversation. I'll ask questions and literally all they send back is their dick to every question I ask. I'm like, do you not know how to write? Yes. Or like grammar. Also, if you can't properly, you can't put a proper sentence together. That does not turn me on. Babe, do you feel like you have two wives right now? Because (laughs) I do. I really person. do. I, I'm not too sure Are who I'm talking to right now. Right now? Yeah. I thought we were going to set this up with someone different. That wasn't you, but here we are. So I guess the message to listeners is like, we're all more alike than you think. We're all just normal people who like to get down and dirty. Yes. Just, just say hi, use proper grammar, and I'll tell you when you can pull your dick out. Is there a word that, like, when they do message you, like a trigger word that you're like, nope, done? Mommy. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Same. Same. Oh, my God. Sup, mommy is, like, the worst yes. The worst thing you could say to me. As soon as they say sup, mommy, or hi, mommy, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I know. I get it. I, I'm the MILF. Yes, I get it. But, like, I hate and so someone's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just called you mommy because mom's in the name. And I'm like, I know, but I just can't. Like, sup, mommy is the worst of all time. It is. And I just did a session with a guy where that was his thing. So, okay, session. Do you do a lot of personalized stuff? Um, whenever it comes up, yeah. Like, I love making customs, but I will deny it if it's something gross that I don't like to do. But customs are really fun to make. Sexting is... Something I do also, or pictures, or I send my panties to guys, things like that. So would you say your success from OnlyFans is mostly through, like, obviously pictures you post, but sexing, customized videos, that kind of stuff? Customs are the money makers, I would say, because you're doing something special for somebody, so it costs a little bit more, but... It's also what I enjoy doing when it comes to posting on OnlyFans and stuff. See, and for me, it's hard because that's the one I I least enjoy right now because I just don't have time. Like, 
I'm working full time right now. So customs, yeah, it's the money maker, but it's the time consumer as well because it is for one person. And so you can make a shit ton of money off of them, but you got to have the time to do them. That is the hardest part. And, and I did, I have, you know, you get burnt out from working and it's balancing the fun of it versus like the business aspect where I always have towards the fun of it because I don't want to not enjoy any of this at any point because it's supposed to be fun and sexy and a turn on to us. I don't know how you feel about it. No, yeah, absolutely. We've always said that as soon as it's not fun anymore, we're out. Yeah. It should never feel like a burden. And I get what you're saying because there was a point where I was doing a lot more customs um, or sexting or personalized videos and, and whatnot. And it did feel like a burden, like it was just a lot. And so I had to cut back. And then once I went back to work full time, I really had to cut back on all that stuff. So but it's hard. It's hard to build on OnlyFans without that stuff because that's what people want. I mean, it's hard to just get a variety of pictures to post on any platform in general if you're working and this is not your full job. Done up and the laundry and stuff. It's like, people buy me my laundry so I can take pictures for you. So do you schedule? Because that's kind of what I have to do is like, okay. We're going to schedule out an hour and a half here and I'm going to do like a full lingerie shoot with all the different lingerie things I've got. Or I'm going to schedule out an hour or two here and and do a couple customs. Like we kind of have to do it that way. Oh, absolutely. I have to schedule out and it takes it takes like a sexy soccer daddy self to kind of take on what you're not doing in those hours in order to do it. Uh, I definitely think that's where... That's where I need to up my game a little bit. I need to love doing that stuff a little bit more than I currently do. (laughs) Because I think, like you said, I did get a little burnt out on it. And some of them, I mean, to each their own. I'm all for everyone having their own fetish. And I won't do, like like you said, if you get weird requests. I, But there are some times when I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. And it's it's not my thing, but here we go. Yes, yes. It's it's the same way as you switch your mom switch to slut switch. It's like the, you know, normal to sexting switch where you're like, you shut everything out and you're doing what you need to do. Yeah, it's like going to to work. (laughs) Yes. I got someone off the other day in two minutes. He was like, he, his wife was out of town and he snuck out of the office in his car. And I got him off real quick. <laughs> it's just like the situations you get yourself in is so different and kind of cool. It's it, There's something so empowering about it too. Like you did that. Like, oh yeah, I could get you off in two minutes. Come here. Like, I let, let's talk. Yeah. And I would say that like from everything overall, like getting lifestyle, doing Twitter and OnlyFans and all that stuff, it's um, very empowering like as a woman, like feeling sexy, owning yourself and feeling sexy has been like such a great plus to everything. Yeah. And I think like we've been, we've been talking about, okay, like how are we going to grow in OnlyFans? How are we going to, you know, 
get more followers. And I think, like you said, that's where it's at. It's in the customs. It's in the personalized pictures, the the sexting. And it really does become a full-time job. You are kind of attached to this these social media platforms when you're on. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. And then, like, one and I think, like, a lot of the most successful ones are, like, people laugh with other creators, too. That's mostly what we've been doing, do you agree, babe? It's, like, our our platform is mostly big because of the collabs because I don't have a ton of time to do the other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've been fortunate enough to have some people that are on OnlyFans already um, kind of in, in that side of things and have a couple scheduled in the future. So yeah, that's definitely something people are interested in watching. Okay. I want to hear, I want to hear your, your funniest personalized that you had to do my funniest or like where you were like all right if this is what you want i would say it's just the one time i did stuff like some panties and i was not that into it it was it was like in out (laughs) in your mouth and say my name and it was like so weird to do so I would say that that was not my funniest. I would say that was like the most like weirdest thing. I had a or, guy. Oh, go ahead. Or like toe stuff. I'm like, shoot, I got to like keep up on my pedicures. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every time I get a pedicure, I'm like, take a picture of my feet. They're not going to look this good in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, you had any funnier so a couple come to mind. There was like one and he just kept wanting me to tell him how beautiful his cock was and how much I wanted him to impregnate me. So like, he's like, just keep telling me how beautiful it is and um, how much you want me to shoot it deep inside you so you can have my children. And I was like, okay, um, wouldn't be my go-to like, but all right. So that one was pretty interesting. I was just like, oh, please give me more babies like <laughs> my gosh yeah that one like was a-, a little weird what did am i missing another weird there was one one guy who was get this he wanted to talk to me but he was obsessed with hot soccer daddy's dick he had seen it in a video and he was like oh talk to me about your husband's cock i think it's so nice and i was like okay you're like, I like it too. Yeah, I'm like, it does a great <laughs> job. I wish my husband could do this for me because he would be way better at it. Like, just handle all my sexting. We would make so much money. He's just so good at it. Oh, same. It. <laughs> same. He's so much nicer than me and so much better at it. Like, I have to, like, think about my sexy, dirty talk sometimes. And he's like, oh, say this. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's good. I don't, and maybe it's because as women, like, you know, they say we just always have so much things on our mind. Like we're go, go, go. Like what else do we have going on? I can't just sit here and focus in on this. Whereas our men, as hot as they are, they're so simple. They're like, sure, I'll talk about fucking for a minute or two. No, I mean, I'll sex my husband and I blow easily, but that's because I'm turned on. And if it's like a stranger, I can't kind of gap that and switch over to like okay this is turning me on if i'm like sexy and that's kind of how we started on twitter is because i like to send my husband pictures of me throughout the day of me naked or whatever 
And I like that, but it's different with like what it looks like. Yeah, it's definitely a mindset and you have to get in there. And sometimes it's, it's really hard. Yes. It's like, do you feel like you're a porn star? That's how I feel. I'm like, I am going to work right now and I'm going to turn on my inner porn star and I'm going to make this super fucking hot. There's such a like behind the scenes to to this world and and it is so fun to be hot and sexy and and to go in there and and fuck and kind of have this feminine empowerment sexuality but behind the scenes at the end of the day we're normal people and bloopers happen and weird shit happens and yeah sometimes I have to start videos over because I'm trying to sexy talk and I start laughing and so have you guys had like some it's that like like for sure was like the worst experience you've had like sexual wise like this person was bad at having sex so I had one when we were fairly new and it wasn't that he was bad at having sex I mean it wasn't mind-blowing but it, it wasn't that he was bad the whole time he kept telling me about all the porn stars he has been with, like over and over. And I've been with this porn star and this, like while he's fucking me. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this information. Okay. And at first I didn't mind, but it kept going on. Oh yeah. And this porn star, this, and this porn star, this. And I'm like, you're not even that good at fucking me. So (laughs) like it was, that was probably one of the times like, where I was like, okay, that's a one and done for sure. Like it just wasn't someone I was super into. There was there was no connection either. Like, you know how sometimes you'll stop and take a little break. He was paying more attention to soccer daddy than to me. They were having like a full on conversation and he was like ignoring me. And then when it was time to go again, it was like, oh yeah, okay, let's go. It just, they're just, it wasn't that he was bad. There was just no connection at all. Yeah, that, makes sense. that, that is weird. And then I think the only other one would be like, like I said, our couple experience wasn't my favorite. And it is hard enough to find a couple like we were talking about. So we were super excited for this one because we had gone out with them one time before just to meet up. That went really well. But then the actual night of was kind of a letdown for me. Yeah. I I think it was just the, the meshing of people, not necessarily like the couple situation. Yeah, I agree. Have you tried new things just because it's something that maybe was a request by someone else during a custom or uh, maybe a bull did something that you were like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool? Um, I would say that it's made us more open to like, well, we'll try anything once, you know, like let's go after it. I mean, we have a very great sex life where we've done a lot of exploration between the two of us. But there's also definitely things that, like, I'm, like, not into. I'm not into anybody, like, bondage stuff, Mm -hmm. like, the first stuff, humiliation stuff. Yeah, we're not into that either. No. Like, I definitely like being, like, thanked and stuff. Like, we're been, like, we at Podbash, they actually had, like, a table where there was this guy who specialized in, like, flogging. And I looked at it and I was like, ooh, that sounds fun. I mean, so it's definitely opened up more than we've expected or more than looked into where I'm like, let's just try things. And what's the worst thing that happens is just you just never do it again. The flogging thing is hot to me. I I would definitely try that. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to find that guy. We'll tie you to yeah. that table and have at it. So there were gloves with little kind of like pointers at it. 
and he was like massaging these women all over their body with it and it was like pressure and sharpness and like or if they liked it he'd spank them with them and i was like oh damn i mean maybe i'll try that there's so many kinks like i've been introduced to now that i'm like yeah i want to try that okay i got a question because sexy soccer mom over here has a favorite toy and (laughs) on a previous episode of the podcast uh, we mentioned how i'm deathly afraid of that thing dying at some point because i don't think they make a new one of that of you know i think it's done uh whatever company made that thing doesn't doesn't make it anymore and we haven't found a good duplicate so i'm legitimately scared favorite toy of yours is there one is there multiples is there not play with toys what what uh what's your vibe on vibe what's your vibe on your on the vibe? <laughs> so are we saying like beyond like the cameras yeah like, just like yeah just you personally do you have a go-to i do i would say i it's myself it's like i use my fingers <laughs> dang i'm i'm jealous of that like no i have this it's just a simple vibrator it's literally nothing crazy but it is my favorite and i've tried a ton of other vibrators and i'm like eh, they're okay but this one like oh, we're gonna have to baby. put a picture up i'm gonna call it the millennium falcon from now on because it kind of looks like the millennium falcon <laughs> it kind of does it, it does one vibrator that i do enjoy and it's like a it's like a dildo that like thrusts in you and then like it like vibrates on your clit which is awesome. And it's like kind of like flesh feeling, which is nice. I'll have to send you a picture of that also. Yes, please. Are you all about like clit stimulation? Because for me, that's it. Like I, that's when I get off. It, the best is like clit stimulation. I need that vibration there. Um, I'm not actually. Okay. See, it's like, it just, for me, it's more like where I'm at, like in my head, if I'm like relaxed, I can definitely come multiple times out like vibration on my foot or stimulation on my foot. And usually like when it's like me and my husband are sex, there's no is involved or vibrators or anything. Yeah, we don't really but. use, I mean, we use toys, but majority of the time, it's just us. Yeah. And I wish we were better at videoing (laughs) it's hard though because like we'll video it but like he also wants to enjoy it and a lot of times when we video it he's like worried about the camera angle or this or that yeah and so they um, can't be fully present yeah yeah we're the same or like it's just like in the moment and you're like i'm not gonna set everything up and I mean, the other day we went in the laundry room, like on a whim. He was like, oh, don't you have to get clothes out of the dryer? I'm like, oh, I do. Like lock the laundry room door. (laughs) 90% of our interactions are like that because we have two small children. So we don't even have time to film because we're like, okay, let's lock this door real quick. And it's like, it's like in silence because you can't make any noise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's like dark. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So you get it. I mean... I always say, like, if I would have discovered all of this before I had kids or even before I went back to work full time, oh, my gosh, we'd be making so much money, hopefully. I mean, I say that, but I know how hard it is. But it is so hard when you have kids and jobs and stuff to find the time to to do everything in order to make this successful for content creation. 
Yeah. I mean, even if it's not content, just lifestyle in general. Just having and, fun. Yeah. And, but it's worth it. I think it's worth all the scramble and hustling and trying to make it work because you enjoy it and it's nice to have adult time and time for you guys. And it's definitely worth it. Oh, absolutely. I Agreed. mean, it's that is our so fun time. Yeah, yeah. And we get, and it's, it's not even just while you're there. It's the excitement before you go. Or for me, like the insane nerves until I start drinking, but like the buildup, the actual date and fucking while you're there and how fun that is. And then like, we were talking about the, the couple days after where you are the sex goddess of the world. Like Fuck yeah, <laughs> the whole thing is just, it's so awesome and it's totally worth it. And every time I get frustrated by like someone that flakes out or, you know, reschedules, there's been times I'm like, I don't even want to do this anymore. It's too hard. And then the next day I'm like, Hey, so do we have anything booked for next weekend? <laughs> I feel that so frustrating, but then those, and I think it's down to like relationship is solid. You don't need that. Your sex life is great. You don't need, it's just extra. And then you get a taste of it and it's comes together all around and you just want more. It's just work to get there. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, it's hard because it's not the norm and some people don't understand, but man, if they just would try it, there's something about the lifestyle, about the whole thing that is just so fucking hot and makes your relationship so much better. And like we said before, the strongest couples we know are the ones that are in the lifestyle and share these experiences together. I might not post you on Instagram, but I'll post you on my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, right? Oh, 100%. Like, you can't have my only or my Instagram handle. That's my family handle. But <laughs> exactly. It's And that's that's why I love it. It's it's two lives. And, and during the day, I get to be this this mom and this wife and kind of have my shit together. Nobody would ever think that this is what we're doing behind closed doors, but this is what we do. And it's our secret. And I love that so much. Same girl. It's nice to, like you said, to be able to talk to other people. Like that's why we started the podcast because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I mean, I had, I had my husband, but the, we had each other and that was it. Nobody else knows. So there was nowhere for us to kind of like air this out and talk about things and get it off our chest, which is why we started this in the first place. So it's so nice to connect with you and share similar stories and find out how we're kind of the same person because it makes me understand that like my situations aren't unique. Like this is what happens to other people as well. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, like it's the same we speak about it amongst ourselves and that's it. And so speaking to you guys, talking to you guys is very new and awesome. And it's might encourage other people to like, be like, Hey, this is, you're not the only ones. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we were hoping that people would see. Like if they had these fantasies or thoughts, like, it's okay to act on them and you you can be both people. You can have it all in your daytime life and be this other person as well. You can do both and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. Do you want to throw out your OnlyFans handle, Twitter handle? 
Yeah, sure. Um, follow me at the milflexi underscore 22 on Twitter. The same thing for OnlyFans at the milflexi 22. And then also make sure to follow the Front Porch Swingers. They're awesome. Go to their events. They throw Vegas and Florida and everywhere. And they're awesome. And we will be at the next Pod Bash. So hopefully we'll get to hook up there. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much again for taking time out of your schedule. Tell the DILF thank you for handling dad life so we could steal you away for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. I, I feel like I've met my kindred soul. <laughs> you for sure have. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been seriously like just getting to like seeing you like on Twitter and stuff and like because we've been like in each other's Twitter lives for like what a little bit. Yeah. And like they talk has been awesome. Absolutely. It's nice to know that's like other moms and other other people out there just figuring this whole thing out and having a good time and kind of putting it out there. Yeah. So anytime you have any good stories, come on here, <laughs> share them. I gotta I gotta laugh with you. We gotta talk about them. Um, that'll be awesome. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your weekend. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. Follow my girl, Lexi, here. She's gorgeous. She's awesome. I have a new BFF in the lifestyle, I think. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being here. And until next time, keep fucking. Keep fucking.